Hello, what is up world, caterpillars, butterflies alike, um, all of my amazing, wonderful friends, clients, and uh, fellow entrepreneurs who are here today to learn a little bit about social media, all right? And so today, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic, which is how Facebook reads your mind, okay? And this is interesting because um, a lot of people are freaked out by this. Freaked out. Guys, I just saw this online. I was talking to my friend, and all of a sudden, boom, I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> You'd think that, uh, you know, they think that the CIA is listening. They think that uh, the government is tapping their phones, and, you know, they probably are. But that being said, it's not why Facebook is doing this. Facebook is not listening to your conversations, and we're going to talk about how it seems that Facebook is reading our minds. Okay, so first things first, what's really happening? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Facebook knows you better than you know yourself. Better yet, they're more aware of the psychology of decision-making than we are. Okay, so most of our decisions that we make are actually made by our social circle. Right, hey, how's it going, how's it going? So the things that we do and the things that and the decisions that we make are often dictated by what our friends say and do, right? So, um, you know, your your environment and the people that you're around definitely have a decision on your on your uh, decision making, and so that's a, a major part of it. And Facebook knows who all your friends are. They know who all all the people you follow on Instagram. They know all the people that you've had for friends. They know who you went to high school with. Um, you know, if you think Google ads are highly targeted, Google ads are like a mouse as far as the information that they have on you. And Facebook is like an elephant. They know so much about you. It's actually crazy. So um, when it comes to uh, uh, how they know this information, well, and this is going to make some of you slightly uncomfortable, but everything you do on Facebook is being recorded. Everything. Okay. Even the things you don't do. Okay, so if you are scrolling and then you stop, even if you stop moving for say five minutes, that information is being recorded. Everything you do is statistical data that's being implanted into their system to create a profile for you as an individual. Okay, um, you know, the, the, if you like somebody's pictures, you're more likely to see that person in your timeline again. And this goes for the Instagram algorithm. So just remember, every time you skip one of your friends, uh, you might not see them again for a little while. So if you do want to see more of your friends, make sure you tap like on their pictures. Not only will it be a way to support them and show them that you actually care and that you're you know, involved in what they're doing, but it'll also allow you to see them again in your timeline. Every time you skip somebody as you're scrolling, um, it determines that that's not the con kind of content you like. And if they have hashtags or areas or any information what that chooses whether you like something, comment on something, or whether you skip it um, will determine uh, part of their algorithm. Okay, so it's creepy, but it's weird. It's true. Other things that you do, something like uh, if you have similar interests. So if you um, if you like something on a certain hashtag, they will start bringing out that more things relevant to that hashtag uh, on your timeline. Okay, um, and same thing with you know the ads. The ads that you see will be relevant to what you've currently liked. Um, buying patterns. So if you, if you actually, you know, I'm the type of guy that, um, 
I don't do it as much anymore, but uh, if you see those things where it says like a free watch, just pay shipping. Okay. Um, you know, I've done this in the past and, uh, and I actually got the things that I, that I bought, that I bought. Sometimes I didn't. So I got a refund, you know, uh, but because I've done this, I get so many ads geared towards this. Um, if you download an app, um, I, you know, I got an ads for apps and I've downloaded them. And as a result of me downloading the app, I've, Facebook has determined that I'm more likely to download an app. And so when, when an advertiser chooses what their goal is, if it's to get more app downloads uh, and I'm in their target demographic, I'm going to be sent that ad. Everything you do. If you watch a video, if you're the type of person that watches videos or yep, something in there. <laughs> if you're the type of person that watches videos or you're the type of person that skips them, that will be recorded as far as information. If you're more likely to like a picture, than you are to like a video, then Instagram will show you more pictures and less videos. Same thing with Facebook, right? If you click somebody's website and you visit their website, you will be given more website traffic. Anything that will be determined to help you get, uh, to, to make you click on a website, okay? So literally everything you do, from where you move your mouse to uh, how long you stay on a certain uh, post, whether you're scrolling or not, that all affects the algorithm and that affects how you're being advertised to. Okay. Um, hey, Poppy Rose. How are you, my friend? All right. Uh, so most of the time, the reason you were here and here's, here's the, the, the truth. Okay. We're going to get into this right now um, because this is the real reason why you think Facebook is reading your mind. Okay. And again, this, when I talk about Facebook um, understanding behavior better uh, and psychology better, this is what I mean. Okay. And we're going to talk about this. And this is important to know because it's not just about Facebook. This is about advertising in general and how all the major advertisers are doing it. Okay. Most of the time, the reason why you were thinking about an ad is because you've already seen it. Okay. So people walk around, they see an ad, they go, Oh my God. Oh my God. I was just thinking about that. I was just thinking about that. They must be reading my minds. Facebook is psychic. They're reading my texts, all this stuff. Okay. So that's not the case. All right. Here's what happened. Most people on average, in order to not only to act on something, but to even recognize an ad consciously, they need to see your ad between six to eight times on average. Okay. So I'll give you the example. I, I watched a commercial the other day. Um, it was with, um, Honestly, I forget who was in it. It was a commercial for Lethal Weapon, okay, the new Lethal Weapon show. And I know what Lethal Weapon is. Uh, I, I mean, I don't even think I watched the movies, but I played the video game a lot when it was on Super Nintendo. And uh, so I saw, the, I saw the ad. And um, as I'm watching this ad, I probably, I, I recognize that I've seen this ad at least, like, again, like six times, seven times, okay? And as I'm watching the ad, on like the eighth time, I literally look at that ad and I go, holy shit, this is for lethal weapon? Okay, it took me that many times. Okay, and the reason why is because we are, con and this especially in today's society, we are constantly being bombarded with advertisements. And some of those advertisements come from, you know, businesses and things like that and corporations. But sometimes the advertisement is just our friends and our families. Right? So not only are you competing with other advertisers, but you're competing with people's friends and families for their attention on the timeline. Okay? 
So what people are doing, and when Facebook understands this, they know that. And so what they do is they try to repeat ads to people. So if you've seen it one time, that's never going to be enough. Rarely. It has to be something really powerful. But basically, what, what's happening is you're seeing these things about four to six times, right? And during that time, everything that you absorb through your five senses is stored in your subconscious. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Everything that you absorb through your five senses is stored in your subconscious. Not just things that you like, not just things that you remember, everything. Okay? You may not necessarily have access to all the, the information. Oh, hey, what's up, guy? Oh, sorry. Sometimes I, uh, I forget to scroll down and I forget that people are saying hello. Lethal weapon. I killed that game. That's so funny. How you doing, guys? Um, you know, so, so this is important. And, and um, you know, the, the, the saying used to be power to the people. Remember that saying, power to the people? Now the saying is power to the pupil. The person who controls your eyes controls your mind, okay? So if, some, if you even see something, whether you recognize it or not, it's going to be in your subconscious. So anything that's in your subconscious has the possibility to pop up in your head randomly throughout the day, okay? And so what, what's happening with people is that they're, they're seeing these things a bunch of times. They start to think about it because it's in their subconscious. And then when they think about it and they see it on Facebook, they're like, ah, it's reading my mind. Like, no, that's not what was happening. It's just that you've seen it a bunch of times already. And let me explain what the, uh, this is one of my favorite um, uh, equations um, and my, my theory for how to develop influence. This is the influence equation by Bo Pinto. I think actually that's going to be the, the title of my book, the influence equation. And the influence equation is repetition, okay, multiplied by emotion over time equals influence. Let me say that again. Influence equals repetition multiplied by emotion over time, okay? And the reason why this is, is because every single time you absorb something into your five senses, you are creating and establishing a neural pathway, okay? And these neural pathways are very similar to the strands that you are created when you're building a muscle, okay? So when you go to the gym, if, you were, if I were to use this as a metaphor for the gym, okay, you know, repetitions at the gym, every time you do a rep, multiplied by steroids, or emotion in this case, uh, over time is going to develop the size of a muscle. It's the same thing with these associations that we have uh, in association with uh, an idea or a concept, right? So if you want to have influence in a certain category or a certain niche, you need to be in front of your customers' faces repeatedly and combining your advertisements and your marketing with an emotional-based approach um, and doing it over time. The reason why people come to me today for social media is not because, you know, uh, we have the, the world's greatest social media services. I mean, I'd like to think that we do, but the reason truly is because we keep showing up. I keep, for the every guy, everybody knows for the last five years, six years almost now, I've been showing up and posting content. Uh, uh, Mike says subliminally mind controlled, just like they did back in the day, 100%. Why do you think they call TV your regular scheduled programming? Because that's what they're doing. They're programming our minds. That's the whole point of it. Okay? I want to give you guys an example. And yes, with movies too, it's true. I want to give you guys an example. It's something in a concept I call influence blindness. Okay? Uh, has anyone ever um, 
uh, said to, has anyone ever said to you, oh, can you go get me the salt? And you say, oh, I can't right now. I'm a little bit busy. I said, oh, well, please, come on, man. Just get me it. I'm in the middle of something. Come on. It'll take you two seconds. Well, God, okay. Where is it? It's in the shelf. You walk up to the shelf and you look at it and you're like, bro, there's no salt here. And then the person walks right up to you and right in front of your face, what's there? The salt, <laughs> right? Sometimes we only see what our brains want us to see, okay? Now, these, these neural pathways that I was just discussing, the size of them are extremely important because your brain is connected to your eyeballs, okay? So what you see is literally determined often by your memories. You can go to the grocery store and there can be products that are much better for you, better priced, better quality, okay? And you will miss them because you, over time, the repetition that you had with what you were given as children for food and the emotions you have associated with those food, your brain will only see those products. And literally, you can have a much better product right beside it and you'll skip it and you, you will be blind to it, okay? I am aware of this concept, so now when I go shopping, I'm a little bit more conscious, and I like to look at things on the bottom shelf and the top shelf, and even still, I usually end up getting the same things I always get, okay? And this is another example of something like Tim Hortons versus Jimmy's Coffee, okay? You know, you think to yourself, why would it make sense for Tim Hortons to spend $20,000 on a billboard that barely anyone's gonna see in the middle of the boonies, okay? Tim Hortons, bold coffee. And then you go on TV, and you're watching TV, Tim Hortons, always fresh. And then you go and you look, open a magazine, Tim Hortons, Tim Hortons, Tim Hortons, Tim Hortons. Every single time you hear that, anything that's absorbed through one of your five senses, it is gonna create a neural pathway. And so because Tim Hortons is everywhere, they understand the, the, the power of omnipresence marketing and this neural pathway concept, and AKA mind control, okay? Every time they do this, they're creating a new strand and a stronger muscle in association with their coffee, okay? And now, if you look at something like Jimmy's Coffee, right, they don't have any advertisements, right? They have a couple different thing, you know, places around the area that they might check out. But the amount of times, the repetition, plus the emotion associated with it, is much different. So you can literally beside, be beside a Tim Hortons and a Jimmy's Coffee. Jimmy's Coffee can have much better quality. They can have much better customer service. They can have better prices. And they can be right beside a Tim Hortons, and you will not see it with your eyes. I mean, you may, again, subconsciously absorb that, but you will look at that and go, uh, and your decision will go right to Tim Hortons because of how you process decision-making. It's about the most dominant neural strand, okay? Um, okay, so that's super important to think about, okay? Now, on the other hand, let's think about it in the, in the sense of what can someone like Jimmy's Coffee do? Well, they can be on social media more. That's where the eyeballs are, right? So if you're competing with somebody like Tim Hortons that can afford billboards everywhere and, and locations everywhere, get onto the place where people's eyeballs are. I was just saying before, it's not power to the people anymore, it's power to the pupil. The people who control your eyes control your mind, okay? So, if you wanna be where people's eyeballs are, get on social media. Think about it. 
people are looking at the damn phones as they cross the street. <laughs> They're putting their lives at risk so that they can be on social media. Okay. So that's where the eyeballs are. You can be on there and you can be, and you can repeat. And as you do that, you want to focus on creating really emotionally engaging storytelling style content so that people remember you and that people, you can reestablish that emotion and association with you. Okay. Jimmy's coffee can also provide, can focus on providing a more emotional experience. Okay. So, you know, think about it. Like you might go to Jimmy's coffee because last time you went there, you had an incredible date with someone you really cared about and it was a beautiful experience. And every time you look at it, you think of that and there's no emotion that could, that Tim Hortons could ever do that could match that experience you had at Jimmy's coffee. And that's why you will always go to Jimmy's coffee. Okay. And you know, they should have paid me for what I just said because they could probably use that as an advertisement. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways. So, uh, the, the, the example that I like to give when it comes to Facebook ads is, um, driving cross cross country. Okay. So this is what most people do. If we're talking in the metaphor of driving across the country, this is what most people do. They get in their car, they put five bucks of gas in, they drive, their car runs out of gas when they get like, you know, a couple blocks away, they go, ah, this doesn't work. These Facebook ads don't work. Well, you're trying to get to your destination, which is across the country, okay? It's a far destination. And, you know, that takes time, right? And you can't just refuel with five bucks. You're going to have to put in, you know, a hundred bucks. And you're going to have to refuel a couple of times in order to finally reach your destination or your goal. And Facebook advertising is roughly the same thing, okay? Facebook advertising you need to refuel with your budget a couple of times. And here's the thing, putting in five bucks once in a while to boost some, some promo or whatever to get more likes, it's not, it's not gonna do a whole lot. And that's the issue is that these things, it says boost your, boost your post, it's doing so well, oh, stop. <laughs> Facebook's trying to boost your confidence is what they're trying to do. But they're saying, you know, boost your post, five bucks to start. It's like, who cares? That's not going to do anything. You're throwing the five bucks down the drain. Don't even waste it. Spend that doing something else. Buy, a, buy an audio book or a, something that's going to teach you how to make better content or something. I don't know. Go on Fiverr and use it to, you know, do a shout out or something. I don't know. But the key is, is that on average, if you're going to have a successful social media campaign on Facebook and Instagram advertising, you're looking at anywhere between 200 to $500 a month minimum for three to six months. Okay. And when I say two to 500 bucks, I mean 200 minimum for just Instagram advertising or just, sorry, just Facebook advertising. If you're doing Instagram and Facebook, I recommend at least $500 minimum. And again, three to six months, you can't say I'm going to go and, uh, and, and get to across the country in one day. It's going to take you a while. There's time involved. And you're going to have to fuel up a couple of times. Imagine if you fueled up in a car to go across the country and you fueled up five times and you needed six times to get there, but you stopped at five. And then you go, oh, this driving thing doesn't work. No, driving works fine. But the strategy that you employed to get to where you need to go is not correct. Okay. And so that's the purpose of Facebook advertising. Okay. And again, it's about emotionally engaging content using advanced targeting tools. 
So when you create the content, obviously, you know, there, there's a process that goes into making better content, which we'll talk about in a second, but you need to have powerfully emotionally engaging content, something that moves people. Even the word emotion is energy in motion. You are trying to move people's energy in the direction of your brand or your company. Okay. So you need to have emotionally engaging content. You know, you look at some of the best ads that you've seen. One of the greatest ads that I've seen recently was with Rogers. You know, when they're doing like, uh, it was basically about the security of how powerful their connection is. And what they're basically doing is um, uh, they're saying, it's like this kid in the car. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's this kid in the car and um, she's on the phone with her dad and the dad's there saying, don't get out of the car. I'll call for help. And um, turns out he's not actually in the car. He's just on the phone with her, but it's saying like how important it is to be connected in the times of need. I thought that was fucking brilliant. Okay. Brilliant. The, the emotional impact that you have to protect, to protect your child, that's deep. That's deep. And they did a good job. They did a good ass job in that commercial. Honestly, if they didn't win an award for that, damn, I'd be surprised. Okay. So, and the, the other thing is using the advanced targeting tools, just getting on Instagram and making a little quick promo ad. It's, it's okay. But if you actually go on Facebook, and use the Facebook ad manager to create your ads. There's so many more tools. There's so many more factors that you can, that you can build and use. So make sure that you actually go on there and use advanced targeting tools to reach the right people, right? And not just like, oh, I'm just going to reach all of Canada. My, and if, you, if you're not sure how to do your target market, check out our last webinar slash podcast and you'll see what it means to have a target market, okay? So uh, if you're looking for help with your Facebook ads, um, again, you can try stuff out yourself. Uh, if you want us to help you, we just basically take whatever your budget is for the Facebook ads, minimum two to $500 a month. Okay. And then we'll add a hundred bucks on top of that for the service fee. It's just something to keep in mind. So anyways, how do you know if you're ready? How do you know if you're ready for Facebook ads? First thing is first, you've done active research and testing through socializing and getting feedback to determine your target market, to determine the effectiveness of content, effectiveness of your content and to build social proof. So you've done this enough to, uh, to build proof with your audience. So you have a following so that when other people come to your page that you, uh, you have something going on. This guy looks like Russ, the rapper. I don't even know who that is. Um, anyway, so the other thing is that you have a good infrastructure with good closing ratios. Okay. So you can have the best Facebook ad in the world, but if you're sending it to a site that is, you know, you know, the free version of Wix and it looks like crap and you know, like there's no engaging content on there or anything, you know, then it's not going to close no matter what you need to have a good backend to receive these types of leads. And, and sometimes it's, you know, it can be a website, like something like click funnel, click is a really popular one. Click is a powerful tool. ClickFunnels was made by a guy named Russell Brunson or something like that. And um, this guy used to collect junk mail and uh, literally like study this stuff and figure out why is this happening? Why do people advertise like this? Why do they use this technique and stuff like that? And uh, <coughs> the guy's a multimillionaire now, easily. To do a custom uh, setup with your business, he charges a million dollars plus commission, straight up. And he was a major uh, key player in developing ClickFunnel which is basically uh, a template website builder that is really focused on uh, gathering emails, uh, getting leads and making sales. And they call it click funnel because it's where they click on it and then they funnel the traffic 
in order to send it in the direction of your business. The other things you could use would be something like Wix. Wix.com is an incredibly easy backend infrastructure to set up. Um, you can make something that's very simple, very clean, so that when they come to your website, they know exactly who you are, why you're re relevant and important, and exactly what they need to do to take the next steps with you. And you want to make that super clear. Um, we can do a whole other webinar on this at another day about how to make things uh, uh, with better closing ratios. Um, and the, the truth is, is that there will never be uh, a website that is finished. And that's the only piece of advice I, I'm going to give on this one is that you're always going to be wanting to find ways to make a better closing ratio with your website and with what you're doing. Um, the other thing that you can work on is something like squarespace.com. Squarespace is very similar to Wix. Um, it does, I think it has less functionalities on it. Still a lot of functionalities, but like Wix is just a much larger company. So there's been more people um, building apps and things like that in direction with them. Um, but Squarespace has much better designs. So if you're like an artist or a musician, you want to have a really nice uh, uh, sort of aesthetic, um, Squarespace is really good for that. The other thing that you can do is you can uh, get people on the phone. That's what we do a lot. Like if you want to book a call with us, you can go to butterflyinfluence.com uh, and you can go to uh, uh, the booking section and book a time, right? And when you do that, um, you know, we call you at that time, right? And then we do the actual pitch or, well, I say pitch, but I... I was, it's really more of a consultation where we're figuring out what's right for you. But when you do that, you're doing the sale on the phone. So you want to make sure that your sales pitch is good. You want to make sure that your, your business is good and that you know what some of the uh, objections are going to be. Okay. And then there's also email marketing. So maybe the whole goal of your Facebook ad is to get their email so that you can start to send them emails that are going to eventually sell them on a product. Okay. So um, again, how do you know if you're ready? You, you've done this testing. And don't just, don't just start with Facebook. This is what a lot of people do. They start with Facebook ads. They'll spend $5, a $100, $500, $1,000. And they don't know their marketing. They don't know their target market. So you're spending hundreds of dollars to make mistakes. Right? Start with socializing. Get online, talk to people, get feedback. Okay? And then apply that feedback. And then when you actually ask for the sale, if they give you the sale, Test it, make sure that it goes all the way through to the, to the point where you receive the money. And if they don't, ask them why. Ask them why they're not using that service until they pay for the money. Then you know that it's good. Um, and again, uh, you want to make sure that your content is tested. Don't just start throwing it up on Facebook ads and you don't know if it's going to work or not. You don't know how people are going to react. Because you can have a business ad just filled with people talking shit. <laughs> That's not good either. And here's the, here's the key with, with all of this is that Facebook doesn't offer refunds, people. This shit is final sale, all right? So something to consider. All right, so that all being said, the conclusion is Facebook is not reading your mind, okay? But they are programming it. So if you want to be less susceptible to, uh, to mind brainwashing, be aware of what you're looking at and also control what you're absorbing through your five senses. Remember that everything you absorb through your five senses is going to be into your subconscious. Every single thing, even the smallest little ad. Okay. And last but not least, um, if you guys would like to discuss this more, if you want help with your Facebook ads, but really if you just want to book a free consultation with me personally, <coughs> excuse me, 
or, uh, or if you want to discuss your strategy um, based on where you're at right now and the stage that you're at in, in your level of influence on social media, the stage that you're at with your understanding of social media, or the stage that you're at with your budget, uh, let us know. Um, if you go to uh, butterflyinfluence.com, that's butterflyinfluence.com, and go to the book online section and uh, choose a time that works for you with any of our staff, and, uh, and we'll put your name in, your phone number, and we'll call you then, and we'll talk about it. Um, again, like this is stuff that you can do yourself, but don't feel that you're alone. So we're here to help if you need anything. Like I said before, pricing-wise, if you need help with Facebook ads, uh, it would be a minimum $200 to $500 a month budget for your Facebook ads. That doesn't go to us. That goes directly to Facebook. And then a $100 retainer fee for us to take care of the ads for you. Okay? It's just something to keep in mind. Again, guys, really, really appreciate you guys tuning in and always coming with an open mind to learn something new. Um, I'm always happy to uh, be with you guys on these webinars and, and to share my knowledge with you in the hopes that you guys take your wonderful, wonderful caterpillar selves and turn into beautiful free-flying butterflies. Thank you guys so much for participating in this. I really appreciate you, and we will see you guys next week, Tuesday, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And uh, if you guys didn't get the chance to watch this whole thing, you can watch us on facebook.com slash butterflyinfluence or on all of the major podcast sites such as Spotify, Google, Apple. We are out here, man. And I just, that's something I've been adding recently. So I'm thank so thankful for it. So excited. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys next week. All right, y'all. Peace.